there, friend. We're so happy to have you with us. Here we like to highlight the best of humanity while offering a dose of positivity to hopefully brighten your day. But more importantly, we want you to know whatever you're feeling, whatever you're going through, you're not alone. We're here to stand with you. I'm Chuck Rendon. And I'm Amy Nalwai. And this is A World of Hopes. So Amy, here we are once again. And I have to say, I have a pretty uh, fun, inspirational story for us this week. But before we get there, just wanted to check in. How are things going with you? What's new? Things are okay. Nothing super... Nothing super exciting going on right now. Um, I feel like during these times, like things being okay, okay is like the new good. (laughs) Okay is good. Just give me okay and I'm okay. There's nothing super crazy and I'm I'm good. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I feel like, um, (laughs) I feel like I've sort of fallen into just the, the routine of things, you know, the quote unquote new normal. Yeah, I I feel that. Yeah. And just trying, maybe that's part of it too, is that I'm just trying to get through each day, like one day at a time. I'm trying trying not to linger on the past and trying not to focus and freak out about the future, but just like be in each day. Be present. Yeah. And get through that day. And yeah. I think that's a good rule of thumb to have. And that's one that I, I need to adopt myself to. I, I struggle with that on occasion. It's very easy right now to spiral out of control, yeah. you know, thinking about the future yeah. and, sure. you know, missed opportunities of the past and you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I feel like, I don't know, that the approaching holiday season and, and you know, another year, potentially coming to a close here in a few months. Like, it, I don't know. I just feel, I feel like this last year, 2021 has kind of flown by in, in a way. Like, yeah, no, I, I feel that. Yeah. And there's not been, what's the word I'm looking for? There's not been anything like super eventful, like for me personally, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, there's nothing. 2021 was like, meh. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like there's been some good things, yes, for sure. Yeah. No, that that's perfectly sums up the year. Meh. Meh. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Yeah. The year of meh. I feel like um, you know, I don't want to ruffle any feathers as far as the bird of twenty twenty one, you know, just like let it fly <laughs> right, right. by and um yeah, we don't need and, any grand exits here. Let's just yeah, go. Just go with keep it things roll on into as the next calm year. Calm and anxiety free as possible. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I feel like one of the things that has been really helpful for me um, is that uh, I ended up getting a a free Headspace account that was offered. It was basically for LA County residents. Um, being able to start a, a free headspace, uh, basically like a free paid headspace sub- subscription for the year. Yeah. That's and awesome, so by I, the way. That's, that's yeah, definitely a good perk. It was really great. I think the only caveat was that you had to actually be like, you had to be in LA County location services on with the app to for it to recognize and, and approve 
the subscription. But um, so I've been doing that uh, pretty consistently every morning, starting out the day with uh, one of their breathing exercises, which is super simple. It's just taking five, five deep focused breaths. Um, so it's, you know, inhaling two, three, four, hold two, three, four, exhale two, three, four, hold two, three, four. And you just keep repeating that even just doing, like, <laughs> I inadvertently side there just because <laughs> it made me think of it. Breathe. Um, how many times we, you know, or I'll be going through a moment and I forget to breathe. <laughs> you know what I mean? You ever catch yourself holding your breath? Yeah. The worst is when you become cognizant of your breathing. Yeah. <laughs> like the, yeah. Trouble can happen. Yes. And it almost like it just accelerates the anxiety even more when you, for me, it does anyways. No, I, I definitely feel that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So even just doing that little exercise every single morning has been super helpful. But um, I do that when I first wake up um, just to kind of focus and get myself ready to get out of bed and face the day. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I'll usually start out with a, a, the short morning meditation. And again, it's just a short, um, like five minute kind of focus uh, just to kind of get the day started in the right direction. And and I can definitely see where that has helped me be f- more focused and calm throughout the day. That's been a good, a good practice to kind of build this year. I just feel like a lot of my accomplishments, if we want to call it that for this year, have been just small, small little things, small little habits that have collectively just helped keep me sane (laughs) for the year Um, just to get to get through this season. Yeah. So, I mean, all in all, everything's been good. I'm, I'm ready for I'm ready for Halloween. I'm ready for costumes. I'm ready for cooler <laughs> there, there weather. Yeah, the, um, tis the season, man. We're we're almost yeah. Halloween as as we speak. Yeah, I I am ready for. I know you your recommendations. The past few podcasts have all been spooky themed recommendations. Fun family um, friendly spooky. Yes. Yeah, and I did I did kind of get in that like I'm ready for my list of spooky movies, you know, I busted <laughs> out all my, my, um, Halloween time DVDs that I usually make sure to watch. And I did start, um, start watching those. And that kind of got me, that got me in the mood for Halloween and, um, fall weather. And we actually, we got a little bit of rain and some fun, uh, thunder and lightning earlier this week, just not normal for us in Southern California at all. And that little change in weather, it just got me so excited for autumn, (laughs) you know, and we don't really get an autumn season here. I'm definitely ready for some cooler weather. Fall temperatures would be fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, I feel the weather here is kind of trolling me because some days it's nice and cool and then it reverts back to like the it, high 80s. It still hasn't 90s, decided what's ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like going all over the place. Yeah. I'm like, can you please just, it's fall. <laughs> Let's stick with the cooler temperatures, please. Yeah, I feel like that's that's become the norm, you know, for yeah. the, the western side of the states here. Um you know, we, we get the 
I call it the fall fake out <laughs> where we get, you know, a couple so days true. of fall weather and then, nope, just kidding. We were teasing you. It's back yep. to the, back to summer, summer 2.0. Yep. It's like they give you just enough to get excited and then boom, take it away. Yeah. But I, you know, that one day of busting out my hoodie sweatshirt, I was, it was glorious. I was giddy with excitement. I can't wait. I, I, so. I feel you on that. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? How are you doing? I'm doing good, you know. Uh, well, as good as can be expected. Uh, you know, these are still some crazy times we're living through here. And I, I you know, as I said, I think right now, uh, just being able to say like things are okay is is great. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's yeah. really what you're looking for, you know. Uh, everyone is healthy and safe and really I can't really ask for much more than that right now uh, there's definitely a lot of things that still hang in the balance here particularly you know Idaho still having kind of a rough go of COVID right now and mm. it's still a precarious time but just uh, trying to do my part stay safe uh, you know keep everyone around me safe and just uh, yeah ready to uh hopefully usher in 2022 here in a couple <laughs> months and yeah we'll see where we go with there sounds about as good as you can be doing you know hanging in there best you can yeah safe yeah all right well let's see we uh transition into a little hope uh i definitely have a pretty uh it's a pretty interesting story it's interesting because you know it started off very scary for one person but it ultimately turned out to be just this amazing, amazing thing. Hmm. Okay, let's hear it. Yeah, so this is a story. It begins with uh, a lady by the name of Lori Finby, who uh, was shopping uh, at a garage sale in Rochester, New York. And she happened to come across a wallet laying on the ground uh, that clearly, you know, someone had dropped. So she picked it up and uh, looked inside and found that it, there was a Jamaican driver's license, uh, as well as some Jamaican cash and some American cash as well. Uh, so clearly this mm -hmm. belonged to somebody who was either traveling abroad or, you know, was not from the country. So Lori did uh, what I, I've. I would hope anyone would do in this situation. She tried to locate the gentleman who was named on the driver's license. Uh, his name was George. Uh, she went through all of the typical avenues, uh, even went as far as to search Facebook and Google. Uh, those did not turn up any leads for her. Uh, so then she turned to Nextdoor, which is, uh, if you're not familiar with Nextdoor, it's a community website uh, that you can join that, uh, you know, you typically members of your community kind of communicate and talk about neighborhood uh, going ons and things like that. So she asked for advice, like what she should do. One lady suggested that she contact a little store that was known to have many Jamaican migrant workers as clients. So Lori decided to call. And indeed, there was someone there named George who had lost a wallet. And he was able to uh, correctly identify everything. So she knew it was his. She ended up getting in contact with George and they made plans to meet up. And of course, Lori returned the wallet. And that, that in itself is Yay. a happy ending, right? 
Yeah. There's nothing more stressful than freaking out over about, oh no, <laughs> lost my wallet. Oh, and it's it more than just like losing your money, but it's like your identification and all your cards and all the things that you have to replace. Like that's a, such a huge, a huge stress and worry when you, when you're not sure where it is or, you know, whose hands it's in and what's going to happen. Right. <laughs> There's so many um, think potential things that could happen in that situation that are not good. <laughs> so that's, that's incredible that it was able to get, get back to its owner and that she, you know, went above and beyond what was, you know, required to make that happen. Yeah. And that's, that's, what's kind of cool about it is I feel like there were a couple of hurdles that she had to jump through. Like it wasn't as easy as just, calling somebody and here it is like she actually had to search right. and not everyone would probably take the time to do all of that you know they might just turn the wallet into like the authorities or you know the people who are running the garage sale or what have you uh, but she took it upon herself to find this guy and she did and i'm sure he was eternally grateful because <laughs> mm, yeah like you yeah. mentioned it's a, it's a very stressful thing and i'm sure he was uh, very worried about you know not having his license and and the cash and you know all that stuff Mm -hmm. but the story doesn't stop there because after uh lori met up with george uh she ended up asking him uh you know what do migrant workers need she was very curious about the whole situation and so george ultimately let her know that the biggest thing that they need is clothing is particularly to keep warm during the winter months coming up from there lori took it upon herself to go back to next door and they organized this huge clothing drive within the community and they got all of the mig migrant workers uh, brand new clothes and so lori was able to meet up with all of the uh, migrant workers and they were just so appreciative and uh, you could just, uh, you know, there's pictures on the article we'll post in the show notes and you can tell like everyone was just so happy and excited to get these new clothes, uh, but more so like just how it transpired. That That's the amazing part to me. Like this all started by the loss of George's wallet. Yeah. So ultimately, like a very stressful thing turned out to be like the best possible thing that could mm -hmm. happen. Yeah. Not only did it lend him uh, this new connection with Lori, like a new great friend, uh, but yeah, it, it led to him and all of his friends getting brand new set of clothes. There were several needs, you know, being met, obviously, the, the lost wallet being one, but uh, just seeing the kind of the, the overflow of kindness that came out of that first kind act, you know, of, of right. Lori figuring out where the wallet belonged and who it belonged to. Um, and it would have been super easy for her to just be like, okay, I've got your wallet, like, you know, get the wallet to him. And that's that. But the fact that she made a connection with George and, you know, was asking him questions and getting to know more about him, specifically asking about any needs and then going above and beyond even further to get, um, you know, her community involved. What an incredible opportunity for her community to come together um, to help meet these needs as well. And just that that sparked such a unique friendship and relationship between these folks is 
that's just really cool. I love, I love seeing the spiral of kindness and just kind of how it keeps, keeps going. It really is amazing. You know, it's like kindness really is a snowball. Like it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and you can't help but get caught up in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. You know, and you you mentioned the connection and I think that's the big word. You know, we keep coming back to that. You know, it's all about these human connections. And when you allow yourself to connect with someone or allow yourself to be open to the possibility of connecting with someone, Mm -hmm. you just never know where that's going to lead. And in often cases, as we've seen throughout the entirety of the show, it typically leads to very amazing, wonderful things. I love stories like this. They make me so happy. (laughs) It does. And it's, I think what, what, what's even greater is that like, I don't know, there are so many, so many reasons for people to, to not trust and to see only the, the negative side to people. Right. And there are, are definitely plenty of reasons to think that, well, you know, somebody finds my wallet, they're not going to be honest and give it back to me to have someone go, you know, so far out of their way and, and uh, track you down to give you your things. And then, yeah, that connection element is huge. And, and what's incredible to me is that Lori, Lori's from New York and she, you know, ha- now has this new Jamaican friend <laughs> and um, somebody who I, I'm sure is very different from her and, and, you know, their life experience, but they have this new found connection and relationship based on this one moment um, and just how incredible, right. you know, we, we, we're presented with these opportunities all the time. It's just, are we, are we paying attention? You know, are we, are we open to, um, seeing that opportunity for what it is or do we just pass it up? And I don't know. I, I always feel like there are so many people on this planet while we all have the commonality of being human beings everybody's story is different. Everybody's experience is different. And, and so yeah, many people, um, there's something that I can learn from everyone. You know, am, am I going to be open to that experience and, or am I going to miss out on that opportunity? Um, and I think it's really, it's really easy to keep, you know, keep your head down, <laughs> stick to yourself. And um, I don't know, this story like definitely inspires me to, to remember to keep my eyes open and to take that extra step, like go that extra, go that extra mile. Like there's, you know, acts of kindness and then take it even further. You know what I mean? Lori, Lori's example definitely inspires me to, to want to do that. It's just a simple curiosity in people, you know, like just wanting to know, uh, ask a simple question of someone, you know, just Mm because you want to get to know them a little bit. And, and who doesn't appreciate feeling known, be feeling seen by someone and Absolutely. known by them? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an amazing feeling. It's, it's not something that you're expecting <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That was definitely a great story. And I think it just typifies, you know, just how good people are, man. And especially, you know, like we talked about with her community, like the, they were very quick to donate clothing, you know, and, and I think that's. That speaks to the human spirit. We're, we're definitely, you know, giving people, you know, like we're, we're, 
we're here to help each other. And I think it's great to be reminded of that because so, so often we get reminded of the opposite, you know, because <laughs> like, that's usually what we see presented to us. Uh, you know, it's just how uh, yeah, terrible we all are. So <laughs> it's good to be reminded that there are good people out there. That's hopefully what we're here for, to amplify the hope and just be that reminder that even when you can't see it, hope is there. It's there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, before we get out of here, uh, as we like to do, Amy and I are going to offer up a recommendation, something that we've been enjoying that we think you'll enjoy as well. So, Amy, I'm very curious here. What, What do you have to recommend to us this week? Well, my recommendation for this week is uh, it's a movie that you can um, watch on Netflix. It is Marriage Story. Oh, okay. It's Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. Great two leads, by the way. Yes. And it's not exactly top secret that I am a big Adam Driver fan, which... I get made fun of for a lot, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> well, I would also so, say I'm a big Scarlett Johansson fan. So I am a Scarlett Johansson fan too. She's she's great. They're both act, actually like really great in these roles, and I well, wouldn't yeah. have. They're, well, they're they're great actors in general. Yes, yeah. but at that same token, I wouldn't have thought of them as working well together in this kind of a dynamic if that makes sense. Um, but, uh, I, I loved, I loved seeing their characters together in this movie. Is it the happily ever after ending? No. Um, it's, it's definitely not, um, it's definitely not that kind of a movie. Um, it it is, uh, however, very touching moments, very real moments, Um, I think there's, like I said, there's a reality to it. Um, And at the same time, there's a hope, there's a hopefulness that you're left with at the end that, spoiler alert, the marriage doesn't um, end well. (laughs) But just because um, their marriage doesn't work out, um, it doesn't mean that their family stops working. And, and I think that's the beauty of this movie. Um, that that's the hope that you walk away with at the end of the, you know, when the credits are rolling. Um, and that's what I enjoyed about the movie. Well, I like that they don't just leave you in like this puddle of, you know, <laughs> uncertainty. <laughs> Life is you're not terrible. Com- you're not completely distraught. You're not completely distraught at the end of the movie. I feel like it's a realistic depiction, you know, I not, I've never been married, so <laughs> I can't really attest to it. Well, actually that, that brings up an interesting question though, real fast. So do you okay. know anyone who's married, who's watched this film? Um, because I've, I've yeah. heard that it hits different. Like if you're married versus not like it hits a little bit different. Me being unmarried as well. You know, maybe, maybe. So I, I don't think I've ever actually talked to anyone and ask them, all of my married friends, okay. if they've watched this movie or not. But um, one of my observations of this movie and one of my observations of married folk in my circles um, is that one of the big issues, 
And just, you know, even in relationships for non-married folks, like one of the one of the big issues that um, can drive a wedge, a slow, painful wedge between people in a relationship is resentment. And and I'm not talking about resentment uh, over like okay. they cheated on me or they did this big, horrible thing. But it's it's this um, this idea of like slowly drifting apart, something that like drives a wedge between you and, and, the, and it bothers you and you don't say anything and it just sits there and it still bothers you, but you don't festers, talk about yeah. it and it festers and it becomes this puddle of muck you know, in, in the bottom of your relationship. And then eventually, um, things just keep adding up small things until you get to this point where you can't fix it. You know what I mean? Does that make any sense? Yeah, no, it's too much is built up. So yeah. Yeah. And so I feel that was the, the issue with this marriage in this movie was that it wasn't like there was some big tumultuous act that like ruined their marriage, but it was this, slow gradual thing that um kind of drove them apart and like and part of it too i think is the dynamic of their relationship and resentment from um scarlett johansson's character kind of feeling like she's in her husband's shadow and that's um will make more sense once you see Uh, the movie that's yeah that that's a big thing that probably happens more often than you think yeah but it's this yeah it's this unspoken resentment and resentment is poison to any relationship. And, um, yeah. and so I, Not just I, romantic, I, I by the way. Yeah. I mean, it could yes, be any relationship. No, that's yeah. any family dynamic, any friendship, interpersonal dynamic. Once resentment yeah. is there, uh, it's, it's, it's irreversible a lot of times. And, and, um, it no, tragically it's like a poison. Ends. It just yeah. works its way through. And, yeah. And I think that's, what made me relate to this story, you know, as a non-married single woman. Okay. I could see that. Yeah. It, it just, it, that, that part connected with me. I understood that part of things where, um, you know, you don't, you don't address things from the get go and then it just keeps building and building and building and building until all of a sudden there's all these things <laughs> that make you mad and um, it, it, you can't, it's like you've, you've poked a bunch of holes in your ship <laughs> and now there's too yeah. many holes and you don't have enough fingers to, <laughs> to keep everything all plugged up anymore. Yeah. So anyways, I think I've rambled way too much about this, but I will just say it was, it was an unexpected movie for me. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting and I don't know what made me hit play other than like, Ooh, Adam driver. I gotta watch this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually um, surprised you haven't watched it until now. Yeah. You know, I, I heard that he's saying in the movie and I know that, um, there's been a couple other projects of his where he's singing and I was like, okay, this was like the first one. I've got to watch this. And, um, there is a scene at the end, um, where he sings. And that was like, I was, I was the happiest girl right there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he, but it's, it's, yeah, I don't know how to describe it. It was the emotion behind what, you know, was going on in the story at that point mixed with, what he's saying that whole dynamic and anyways just give it a watch 
it is, like I said, it's a definitely a more serious pick, not the lighthearted, um, fun stuff that I would normally mention. Um, but this is, um, it's a great, I, I think it's a great movie. So check it out. Marriage Story on Netflix. It sounds like this is a film that will allow you to sort of uh, examine like your own personal relationships within your life. And uh, that's not necessarily a bad thing, especially yeah. if you walk away with some enlightenment, you know. I think if nothing else, it'll make you really want to focus on being a better communicator. Um, you know, realizing that's a, that's that key. Yeah. so many times um, it's the unspoken things that destroy um, it's, it's, it's those moments yeah. where you, you don't communicate or you don't communicate well. And then again, like I said, those resentments build, it's hard to, it's hard to repair that, you know, but yeah, if we can, if we can just walk away, um, from this movie and then think, think a little bit harder about mm, how can I be a better communicator with my friends or my spouse or my family, you know, be honest with ourselves, being honest with others and, and taking the time to to truly communicate in a healthy way, um, you know, what what our feelings are so that that resentment doesn't get a hold of of us and 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 start, you know, I just think when I think of resentment, I think of like it just paints this black, sticky, icky stuff between you and the other person. And, um, you know, it's that almost becomes like the unspoken elephant in the room. A lot of times, you know, both parties will know, but you don't ever really talk about it. <laughs> I've yeah, been, seen yeah. that dynamic as well. Um, and it's yep. just heartbreaking where, you know, all it would take is one conversation, um, get it out there in the open and start working on it together. And, but no, we just let it build and build and build until, you know, it's like the straw that broke the camel's back kind of a situation and everything just implodes. But, um, Right. It gives me gives me hope that like, all right, we can we can still, you know, even if um, certain dynamics um, in a relationship change, um, there's there's the opportunity to um, communicate better, reset healthier boundaries and and find new ways to um, be able to connect with one another. So deep, meaningful stuff. But there you go. How about you? What do you got for us? All right. Well, <laughs> after that serious note, I have something, <laughs> you know, again, I'm, I'm con continuing my trend of offering up something fun and spooky, uh, family friendly. <laughs> the very opposite. of. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, yeah, we have the, uh, yeah, we have polar opposites this week. So do you remember a show that used to air on Nickelodeon uh, back in the day. It was called Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh my gosh, yes. Did you, did you, did you ever watch that? <laughs> um, once in a while, yes. Occasionally. Why? Oh, I love I love this show. So they did a revival of it in 2019. It was a limited series, so three episodes, about 40-ish minutes each. Uh, you can now find that revival series on Netflix. I believe it's also playing on Paramount Plus. So if you have that, mm -hmm. you also have access. And I believe actually all of the original series is on Paramount Plus too. So added bonus if you <laughs> want to check that out. But Are You Afraid of the Dark 2019 revival? I watched it on Netflix the other day. And I have to say, 
it was a pretty fun experience. There was definitely some creepy factors. Uh, the whole uh, series revolves around this one story about this carnival. They call it the Carnival of Doom. And I think inherently like carnivals and circuses like uh, make for creepy stories you know they're they're perfect fodder for creepy stories <laughs> yeah are there are there creepy clowns involved too <laughs> yeah, there honestly there's not as many creepy clowns but there's definitely a creepy ringmaster okay. uh, he's actually the big antagonist for this the series but what i liked about this revival is so there was a there was definitely some nods to the original show certainly you know it was about the Midnight Society gathering around the campfire telling scary stories. Mm -hmm. But in this instance, they actually took it one step further. And so the main story that was told actually spilled over into real life for the members. All the stuff from the story actually started happening <laughs> in mm -hmm. their actual lives. So it was it was definitely an interesting twist. And honestly, like if you're uh, if you're a fan of I, I know I keep bringing this up, but this really is the staple here. Stranger Things. <laughs> like, I feel like every uh, recommendation I, I squeeze Stranger Things in at some point, but it definitely has Stranger Things vibes. Again, it's about a group of kids who are kind of fighting this otherworldly, uh, you know, terror, if you will. And yeah, it's just a lot. Of, it was a lot of fun. And for me, like as an adult, uh, there was enough callbacks to the original series. So I got that nostalgia dose, mm -hmm. you know, that uh, we all crave so much these days. <laughs> There's enough new stuff to it. I think it's going to be perfect for both parents and kids to enjoy together. Uh, so that's my recommendation. I think it's a fun watch. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Carnival of Doom. You can find it on Netflix or Paramount+. Plus. Uh, it's perfect for this time of year. And like I said, if you're a fan of the original series, I, I think you'll like it. It's it's definitely uh, worth your time, in my opinion. So that's my pick. Sounds like a fun one. I'll make sure to have my flashlight handy. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that about does it for this episode. If you enjoyed your time with us and you want to ensure you never miss a conversation, the best way to do that is to subscribe and follow the podcast. You can find out how to do that at worldofhopes.com. And if you could use a little extra dose of hope to carry you through between episodes, you can find us on Instagram. We are at AWO Hopes, sharing and spreading hope and smiles throughout the week. We'd love to connect with you there and hear your stories of hope. Well, until next time. Take care. and We'll see you soon. Bye. Today is no tomorrow. Today is tomorrow. Well, apparently this already says it's tomorrow. Well, here it is tomorrow, actually. So, well, it's not tomorrow where I am yet. It's still today. Well, it is technically today, today, but for you, it's yesterday. But for me, it's no, tomorrow. Today, it's still today. Tomorrow. No, but you're yesterday. You're, you're in, in yesterday. tomorrow, and I'm in today. No, I'm in today. You're in yesterday. No. <laughs> Who's on first? <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. <laughs>